Run Radio, 1340 AM, 105.7 FM. Live on your Fan Run Radio app. That's free wherever you get your apps. We are also live over on Twitter. If you want to watch the video feed, well, that's over on the Fox Sports Knoxville Twitter. Let's start off, I don't know, let's start off hour two with an opening drive. How about that? First down, Todd Munkin is no longer Georgia's offensive coordinator. He's been hired away, got an NFL job. Todd Munkin will be the next offensive coordinator of the Baltimore Ravens. A couple of thoughts here. First of all, three cheers for Todd Munkin, no longer calling plays in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he was a big part of why George's offense took a pretty big step. I think Todd Munkin was one of the best play callers in all of the game. I thought that he was a brilliant offensive mind. I think specifically he did a really good job adapting an offense to George's personnel. And I thought it was really unique and creative, but still really physical. Um, I think that's going to translate really well to Baltimore. Uh, if you would have asked me, is there any coordinator in the you know pick any coordinator in the entire country at any level of football they could be a head coach for all that matters and assign them to the Baltimore Ravens the number one person I'm picking would be Greg Roman the guy they fired I still think they shouldn't have fired him I think he was perfect for Baltimore Uh, the personnel was the issue not Greg Roman but if you ask me to put a, a number two you know the 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 guy that would be the second best fit in all of the world to run the offense of the Baltimore Ravens. It's Todd Munkin. I think that's a great hire for them. He was who I really wanted the Titans to go get. Uh, he, he, to me, is an excellent offensive coordinator. So, again, glad he's not calling the plays for Georgia anymore. Uh, don't love that he's now for one of my least favorite teams in the NFL. Have y'all got anyone? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you did? We promoted, we promoted Tim Kelly. Okay. We talked about that last week. I don't think I was there for that one. I didn't know. Maybe I missed that the Titans talk this last Wednesday. Yeah, Titans talk Wednesday. I, I think no, it was. We, we we did Titans talk Tuesday, talking uh, about like I guess we might just promote Tim Kelly. I don't know. We still don't have an offensive officially did. Okay, I remember and that. Then, I think like, I remember that. Tuesday afternoon, they just promoted Tim Kelly. Shout out Titans, promoting from within. We fired so many people. <clears> while I was surprised we were still able to replace them all from within. Yeah, because we everybody replaced, getting a bump up. We replaced so many people from within. We fired like our equipment manager that's been there for like 30 years <laughs> yeah i saw a lot of people upset about that yeah like former players i think something had to have happened like what well, someone would have come out workplace misconduct you don't just fire a guy that's been there for in your organization through 30 years from a move from houston to memphis to nashville that is beloved by everyone and hated by no one if he didn't do something to get fired i imagine he I probably did something to get fired just a rebuild. Bottom up. Just a true rebuild over there in Nashville. Speaking of uh, AFC South, Indianapolis Colts got a head coach. Is that second down? Yeah. It is second down. Do you want it to be a different down? No. Fourth down? I want to hear it. Uh, Shane Steichen. Is that how you pronounce his last name? Shane Steichen. I don't know, actually. So Steichen. Uh 
It's not Jeff Saturday, so sad for y'all that you won't play Jeff Saturday twice a year anymore. You will get Shane Steichen, the former Philadelphia Eagles offensive coordinator, um, will take over Colts offense that uh, severely underperformed this past year under Matt Ryan. They have bounced around from quarterback to quarterback, so maybe this move is one for, hey, take over. Let's get some stability on the offensive end. Um, what a what a rise for for Mr. Steichen. He was a quality control coach in 2015, and now all of a sudden he's a head coach, just like that. Eight years later, right? Eight years later from that. Um, Sounds right. Math adds up. At yep. I mean, he did a really good job with Jalen Hurts in that Eagles offense. That's for sure. Came up close to winning that Super Bowl. Scored 35 points in a loss. So I'd say offense did their job just about. So. You got a new coach in your AFC South. What do you think about it? I'm really upset. I wanted Jeff Saturday. I wanted Jeff Saturday so bad. They they missed out on the wrong guy. Feels like it's a mature hire over there. I can't believe they made a responsible decision. (laughs) What is happening? That's not responsible. They got the wrong guy. Should have been. I mean, Jeff Saturday is easily the most responsible choice. Man. Poor I wanted, Jeff. I wanted Jeff Saturday. Wonder so, what Jeff feels about this. So so bad. Justice for Jeff. Yeah, where is Jeff? Can can we hire Jeff somewhere? Can we get Jeff on the show? We should. Can he be our uh, the podcast intern? We should hire Jeff Saturday. Jeff, I know this whole Colts thing didn't work out, but you know we we have an opening. <laughs> Come sit. <laughs> Come talk. Join us. Please. It could be uh, his takeover for uh, Mike Rabel. Hmm. Switch him out. Mike Bobo is going to be George's offense coordinator. Confirmed? Yeah. That was quick. They were ready. They moved on quick. A little think, too uh, quick. Maybe he's learned something. Learned a little thing or two. Maybe, maybe he'll do good. Hopefully he won't. But, yeah, Mike Bobo taking over George's OC. Uh, feels like a decent hire for the Colts. I mean, I don't have – I don't really have a lot on this guy, honestly. He's not a guy that I've spent a lot of time talking about. But, you know, based on some of the the early conversations, some of the early returns, it seems to be a hire that people are generally speaking favorably upon. I guess we'll see. guess we'll see. Just still got time. For the Colts to draft Will Levis and for everything to be okay, but it was supposed to be Will Levis and Jeff Saturday. <laughs> that the was the, the combo, time. yeah. That was supposed to be what it was, and I'm upset that it's not. Third down. Nationals owner Ted Lerner died at 97 yesterday. No, you guys don't actually care. So, real third down. Uh, Super Bowl 57 averaged an audience of 100. And 13 million people. So, in other terms, 107 million more people than the Pro Bowl games. It's a lot more. Everyone watches the Super Bowl. I mean, so many people watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, 113 among all and, across all platforms. And the reason that number's not higher is because people go to people's houses to watch the Super right. Bowl. Uh, Kansas City ranked number one among all local markets. Uh, Philly was number two. 
Rihanna's halftime show was the second most watched ever. It averaged 118.7 million. So Rihanna's more the best. Than the it averaged more than the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Rihanna's the best. Because you had everyone watching the Super Bowl, and then also the people that tuned in for Rihanna just wanted to see Rihanna. Uh, Patriot Seahawks remains the most watched Super Bowl ever really? at 114.4 million, but this is third. Bam! There we go. It's a really good, a really good number for Fox. Good, good numbers. Fox is a big winner here, I think. You know, with, with they got a good game. With yeah, they got a good game. They got uh, Rihanna, a crew that everyone really loved. A really good Super Bowl performer. Yeah, Rihanna was great. The final number will be out Tuesday. Congratulations, Fox. Who gets Super Bowl next year? Is it CBS or NBC? How do they do that? I know they I know. they all rotate. Yeah, I know they rotate. I don't I don't know who gets next. Not not entirely sure. Mm. Fourth down. Yeah. Are you done? Do you have more? You have more little substance there? No, I was trying to figure out who the most watched. Uh, Katy Perry. Katy Perry's was, was good. Was the most watched. 121 million. That one was crazy. <laughs> 121 Social million. media, I feel like, broke for that one. There was just, we had Left Shark, or was it yeah, Right Shark? There was, was it Left Shark or Right Shark? Something with the sharks. She was coming out on a, like an electronic lion. I'm pretty sure Missy Elliott was there. And like, she's and Lenny Kravitz too. was there. That was a that was a crazy, crazy halftime show. The Athletics, Rhiannon, Rhiannon Walker, ranked Rihanna said as the third best Super Bowl halftime show of all time. Who what what a one and two. One? Well, I I assume then Katy Perry's got to be up there, <laughs> and then either Michael Jackson or Prince or. This is just mean. Thirty-one. Janet Jackson, Kid Rock, P. Diddy, Nelly, and Justin Timberlake. Well, that was the one where the debacle happened. Yeah. I think the worst one was was maybe. And uh, not to like the Who's legendary, but the Who was not very good. The Who didn't. That I one thought didn't the Who was me. terrible. That one they didn't excite me. The Who was not great. Wait, we had Clint Black, Tanya Tucker, Travis Tritt, and the Judds. There you go. They have had country music. It's ranked twenty-two. It wasn't very good. I bet. I mean, it was <laughs> nineteen ninety-four. I mean, all the ones in the nineties though. Who like? I mean, I don't know. Tom I wasn't around for that. 2008. I don't remember that one. Wait, who in 2008? Tom Petty. Oh, yeah, you don't remember, remember that, that one? No. Yeah, so after the know. Janet Jackson Timberlake issue, they went a bunch of, like, old, like, time music. Like, they just went a bunch of, like, classic music. Like Paul McCartney played, Rolling Stones played, The Who, uh, Tom Petty, all those in Prince. Like, they all went in a row. Like, cause they were just like, all right, we're, we got to go with, like, <laughs> older uh, guys. So your top this. five, according to The Athletic, last year – with Dre and Snoop and yeah, Mary J, Kendrick, Eminem, 50 Cent. That's at five. Lady at number Gaga. four, Coldplay, Beyonce, Bruno Mars. That one, I think not Coldplay, but just like Beyonce and Bruno Mars coming out at the same time was that. that it was seemed a really moment. weird that the three of them were together looking back at it. But Beyonce and Bruno Mars, that was, that was classic. Number three, Rihanna. Yep. Number two. Lady Gaga. Michael Jackson, 1993. That one was crazy. <laughs> I've seen that one on YouTube. Crazy. It's just Michael and Jackson one, before the Super Bowl. Just, number one is crazy. obviously Prince. Yeah, I don't remember that one as well, but... I don't like Prince. You don't like Prince? No, I think Prince is bad. Oh. We've been over this before on this yeah, show. It led to some like, pretty that. angry calls. I think Prince... Like, I, I... So, I don't... I don't think... See, I guess this... Is this 
back to our bracketology conversation somehow. Maybe. Depends on where you're going with it. You've, you've started bad. That Prince is bad. Prince is not I bad. I understand that Prince is amazing. I understand that he is one of the most incredibly talented musicians of all time. I respect his legacy. I respect his musical career. I personally can't stand his music. That's interesting. Like, and I, you don't I, like, I like Michael Jackson either, right? No, I don't like MJ, but that's more that's crazy. too. I don't like. I also just think like he does a lot of just hee-hee and like just like grabs his oh, crotch yeah. and like that's just Michael Jackson. Like, let me scoot backwards on stage while I grab my junk and well, hee-hee. <laughs> <laughs> MJ. That's I guess Michael it, Jackson. I, I mean, I guess it's because we didn't grow up in that <laughs> era. It's hard, <laughs> harder. I think you're pointing out like let me just breathe 10% hard. of him, Charlie. That's all, that's um, all Michael Jackson to me. What about like Jackson 5, like Michael Jackson? I like that version. That's sick Michael Jackson yeah, I like too. Jackson 5. Um, but yeah, like for Prince. It's like for us, like I, I, I thought about this yesterday. It's like for us, like for our era growing up, like who's best rapper of all time? J. Cole. Well, that's not true. No, I just told Never you it's true. Never mind. J. Cole was the best rapper of all time. I was going to say Lil Wayne. But I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, but Jake is better. Either no. way, like I just hear a Prince song, and my mind goes, "I'm supposed to like this. Everyone likes this. This is garbage. This is terrible. Please turn it off." We can agree to, to disagree on that one. I said Purple Rain. I like Purple Rain. Fair. What about when doves cry. No, terrible. That's a like great I get song. it. Like he can play all the instruments in the world at a high level. He's an amazing performer. His songs are loved by by all. He's a smooth individual. Me. Smooth individual. It's not by me. Fourth it's crazy. down. Fourth down. Uh, North Carolina lost again last night. They lost to Miami. Losers of four of their last five. It <coughs> uh, looks like they're on the wrong side of the bubble now, in my opinion. In my opinion, not to Joe Lenardi's opinion. Back to that old thing. But in my opinion, North Carolina should be on the other end of the bubble. Um, another disappointing loss in what is now becoming maybe the most disappointing preseason number one team ever. Never has a number one team to start the season missed the NCAA tournament. One, when you think about it, they were in the championship game last year, and they only lost one starter from that team. So that is what also is a little bit mind-blowing. Maybe Brady Manick was just that important. He was obviously very clearly important, but who would have thought that he was the difference between <laughs> maybe a difference between a championship run and a and not making the tournament? Um, they were the runaway favorite, like they were the favorite, and now they are on the wrong side of things. They, they lost by eight on Monday. Them and Kentucky both on the wrong side of the bubble after being preseason favorites in their conferences, top five preseason teams. Has there ever been a better example of March like not being a true indicator of a team's real talent than that North than, Carolina than team? North Carolina. I mean, you you have a North Carolina team that was on the bubble for an entire season, essentially, back and forth, and, and really was in a pretty terrible spot even in, at this point in February a year ago. But they do just enough at the end of the season to make their way into the tournament. And then they make a run all the way to the national title. And then everyone's just like, oh, see, North Carolina is really good. This tournament, that tells us who the best teams are. This is it. They are the best team. Like, they're they are incredible. We love North Carolina. Everything that they did for four months that told us that they were aggressively mediocre, that doesn't matter because, you know, in, in 
a three week span no, and they got really hot. I don't think it's game as much like, that, but it's just like they returned almost every starter from that run. So you feel like that at least gives well, them no, the no, confidence I, I, to be I'm good. Getting there. Yeah. So then, you know, they, they make that run. We're like, yeah, North Carolina, they're the best. Everyone's back. And then here they are again and another four month stretch of looking exactly the same mediocre team that they were last year. It's just like, huh, are the now eight months that we've seen of mediocre basketball the true indicator of what this team's actually like with North Carolina, or was the three-month run in March, or, you know, the three-week run in March, like the true indicator of what this team is? I think that just kind of shows that, again, like the regular season is a better sample size. It's like a, a better way to truly determine who the best teams are, and, yeah. and March is not that. It's fun, and it's chaos, and I don't want it to ever change, but it's not the best way to figure out who the best team is. Yeah, but no one no one could have predicted it to be this big right. of a collapse. Like this is an unreal unreal scene that they might not make the tournament. I think it makes sense. I mean it makes sense that they regress. Like they I don't think they were gonna be at the best team in basketball. Like I think this was even like somewhat projectable. Especially because they lost Brady Manning. Not this bad though. I, I think it, it is kinda projectable for them to be this you, bad. you thought they weren't gonna be in the NCAA mm. tournament? I figured that they would be like between a seven and ten. Well, they're not. They're currently not. They're not even in. Like they're not even in at all. You heard Joe. They're last four in. True. Maybe according the 87th to the 87th best bracketologist in America has his <laughs> last team in. Well, he's wrong. They're out. <laughs> they're they're out right now. Yeah. Good opening drive. We'll uh we'll talk a little baseball on the other side. Pretty excited about the new rule changes for the MLB. Tuesday, draft, and we're drafting stadiums. Andy, who's going first? Are we flipping a coin? I don't know. Just let me know who's going first. You're going first. All right, with the first pick. <laughs> uh, is Nealon off the board? Take is all. It? Yeah, we're taking all Tennessee things off the board. That well, that sound changes fair. things. I was about to take Nealon. Yeah, just take Nealon. Well, yeah, I was I going like to. That's like a... I mean, yeah, no. I would too. But I feel are they, do we ha have? Do we have to have been to this place? No, I don't think it could so. be anything. I think just your favorite stadiums. A lot of stadiums out there, man. Yeah, there are. Like, with the first, should pick, we pick one from like each major sport? Maybe. How about the first round has to be like NFL. Second round has to be like yeah, MLB. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Third round has to be like NBA. <laughs> Fourth round has to be. College football, maybe fifth you get around college basketball. I think two others: NFL, NFL, college. Take NBA out of there. NFL, college football, and NFL, college football, MLB, and, MLB, and, MLB, and, two, and then other. two other randoms. Okay, MLB, MLB one MLB, NFL, 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 football, one college football, football, and then two whatever, two, you, whatever want. you want. So it could be another NFL if you wanted. Okay, it. sure. Um, with the first pick, I'm going to take the Rose Bowl. Great stadium. That's a good pick. I've been there. Great stadium. Beautiful. Stunning. Picturesque. Great backdrop. Great backdrop. Yeah, good one. Um, with my first pick, I'm going to pick Fenway Park in Boston. Mm -hmm. Classic. Mm. That, was mm. that was a great pick. Yeah, classic mm -hmm. uh, baseball venue. Green Monster. Beautiful. Beautiful area around there. Yep, it's great. I want to go to Fenway so bad. Yeah. I, I went this summer with my mom. Can't. Can't recommend it more. Great city, too. I love Boston. Mm. 
Does it have to be a current stadium or just uh, one that has existed? <laughs> I think it has to be current. What are you picking, Charlie? Like polo, polo grounds? grounds? <laughs> I was going to take polo grounds. Yeah. No. I think it's got to be standing yeah, at the I moment. I think it's got to be. Great American Bowl. I think we got, got it's got to be standing. Um, next. Um, the Nationals play in. For the next pick, um, ooh, what route do I want to go down? What route do we want to go down? Oh, see, NFL is interesting because there's a lot of domes these days. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna take okay. I'm gonna go with uh, Madison Square Garden. We're throwing Madison Square okay. Garden there. Okay, I think that's uh, classic. Classic arena, Big it's like East. Another, yeah, as another. That's the our Big East. Uh, uh, conference champ week is there. The Knicks play there. You got all kinds of good stuff. Great venue for anything. MSG, the Garden. We don't play in Boston this year. Darn it. You got MSG and Fenway. Yeah. I got the Rose Bowl right now. Um, I don't know if I want to tra- take the Co Coliseum or Tropicana. A Tropicana? <laughs> Tropicana. No, I was Wait. kidding. I was, just, I was, I was, <laughs> I was making like, a joke. The worst. Chalk up a loss on this draft. The worst two Tropicana. stadiums in the MLB. Tropicana. Tropicana just looks like they have lights they need to replace, and they just haven't replaced them all correctly. Yeah. Tropicana, I don't see if this makes sense to you. I don't. Maybe it doesn't, but I can't help but think about Kmart when I'm watching a game in the Trop. <laughs> like to me, Tropicana Ugh, and like Kmart shopping, yeah. are just like one and the same. I'll take Wrigley Field though. It's a good pick. Good pick. Good pick. Wrigley is just—I mean, it's Wrigley. Mm-hmm. Cup yep. snakes and the Ivy and the Wrigleyville, and it's—it's it's just you know it is. It has an aura uh, that just is is inviting and mesmerizing, all in the same. Wrigley Field, wonderful. Um, for the NFL, I feel like there are like two distinct NFL stadiums, and then the rest feels somewhat. Just big domes. Like cookie cuttery. I mean, I guess there's more than just like two, but. I'm going to go with. Seattle. Mm, Okay. I love like the cutout. I think it's interestingly designed. I think it's designed really well. Specifically to encapsulate noise to to trap noise it to make look it louder cool. yeah it just looks cool too i'm gonna go one. with seattle that's a good pick i've always just like you get that like 425 fox game and mm-hmm. it goes you get the cut into seattle and it's like the misty the, and rainy the wide view of the stadium i've always thought that looks pretty cool it does look cool mm-hmm. for sure um man i gotta pick a college stadium don't i um, does Rose Bowl count as a college stadium? I yeah, guess yeah, yeah, yeah. UCLA plays there. Yeah, man. give it to you. Give it to you. There. I was thinking of it more in the sense of a bowl game. It's hard to pick another stadium that's not like Neyland for for college. You know, I haven't really because Neyland is such a great pick. It is. Yeah, it's like the the pick, right? Um, man, so what? What are we gonna pick outside of Neyland? You picked the Rose Bowl. That's a good one. Um, there's some good ones, Andy. You got yeah, this. I'm gonna go with the. Uh, 
Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum where where USC plays. Okay. With those nice little arches on the end zone. I mean, the Rams used to play there. I think I'm going to go with that for my college one. Sick venue. If you go to the Rose Bowl, I'm going to counter with the other Los Angeles Stadium. The worst one? No. A good one. A great one. Um, classic. I think of Reggie Bush jumping over people when I'm there or when I see it. Um, and then I think it's hard. Um, I wanted to take Wrigley Field as my other other. I feel like I'm going to save NFL now to the last. Um, should I go international? Mm. I go international. <laughs> Um. No, maybe I'll do it. I'm just gonna pick. I'm gonna pick a lovely AT and T Stadium in Dallas. Jerry's in the, world. In the big Jerry World and all the the gadgets, and all the the amenities in the beautiful field. The sun beaming in. Nothing better than the how, than the, the star of the. Middle. How loose are we getting on the term stadium? How loose are you getting in the definition of stadium? Here? Where are you trying to go? <laughs> trying to go to waste management? I was going to try to go to like a golf tournament. <laughs> like waste I management? I wouldn't can. say this. Yeah. 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 I, I will go with this. It's called stadium course, though. Churchill Downs. Okay. <laughs> Churchill Downs. Historic home of the Kentucky Derby. Hosted the biggest day in betting for over 130 years. There's nothing. It is not like course more wonderful than Churchill Downs. Okay. I'm with it. I guess never wait. been there. It's just a big, big dirt track. Wait, Some did you finish? finish? No, I got one more. I cut you off. No, no, no. Yeah, no, you, you got to go two in a row. Oh, I was. Well, now we just I think went I went one two in a row. No, I think I went two in a row. Did I? No. No, I did. Yeah. Time okay. for your last one, you and chose, then I'll get yeah, my last. You chose one. L.A. I did do two in a row. I went L.A. and AT&T. You got to do your last one, then I'll do my last one. Oh, you did go AT&T. Yeah. Oh, my bad. I, that's the one I missed. That's such a bad stadium. It's a great stadium. I like Jerry's World. It's awesome. It's just big. Yeah, it's awesome. Very cool. That's all it is. It's um, awesome, though. For my final stadium... Thought about uh, now. I'm gonna go Cameron Indoor. I'm gonna go Cameron Indoor. You just said that because of yeah, Sam. what a homer pick there. What a that's <laughs> brutal. Yeah, I did. It you is a good deserve. stadium. I did. I, I'm playing to the judge here. I'm going Cameron Indoor. It is a good stadium. That's brutal. <laughs> it's um, pretty even though, Andy, because the Churchill Downs pick was kind of garbage. I'm yeah. Not gonna lie. What Churchill I mean, Downs? It's not really. A, it's a have I forgotten? It's one more of an event than a stadium, I would say. You're a loser. Like I think, I think the no one the, likes you. I think the Just event leave. itself is better than the stadium. Like nobody have goes you for seen the Churchill Downs? Yeah. I don't think you have. I have. Don't I've, think I've so. I've been to Keeneland. I've I've driven past Churchill Downs. It's I've never been inside oh, you've been it. To Keeneland. Keeneland. Um. Just the two little tall pointy towers. <laughs> There's. My last pick, I'm so sexy. I'm going with uh, what is now called Oracle Park in San Francisco with the giant Coke bottle yeah, in left field uh, with that crazy little like gap that you have that you can hit a triple into in the, in the right center field mm-hmm. gap. You got McCovey Cove in the background. 
I think of Barry Bonds hitting that home run. You got that big baseball glove that's hanging yeah. out too. I once snuck in there as a kid. Me and my dad went in there like in the middle of the afternoon, sliding down those Coke bottle slides. Some usher was throwing like wiffle balls to us up there. Sick. <laughs> we went to where Barry Bonds' home run landed. It's got like a special seat for it. Nice. Sick. Sick nice. venue. Shout out San Francisco. Eh. Eh. That's a great stadium, Charlie. It's a great I stadium. I feel like some some we missed. The Garden. Uh, I got Madison Square Garden. Petco. The, the better garden. Petco is one that I was Petco's surprised. pretty nice. Petco's PNC. cool. Um, Bush Stadium. Thought about Bush as well. Thought about yeah. like Wembley if you want to go international. Um, yeah. Barcelona I'm surprised some, some bigger college uh, football stadiums. Yeah, like the Big House. Big House. Big House doesn't sound fun, though. The Cathedral and... Death Valley. Yeah, Death Valley. Those are all great, but not plenty, great for me, maybe. Plenty of great ones. I don't know. You got to pick a winner, though, Sam. Andy's got Fenway, MSG, the LA Coliseum, Jerry World, and San Fran. I got the Rose Bowl, Wrigley, the Seattle Seahawks, Churchill Downs, and Cameron Indoor. Cameron Indoor pick. Sickens me. Yeah. I hate I hate that I'm picking Charlie here just because he <laughs> he, to he catered to the judge. Yeah, he catered. But I think that was a solid lineup, one through five there. Thank you. I'll give it to you. Both were good. I'll give it to you. I'll, Boom. Go, to, I'll go to all ten. No, of those no, I stadiums. agree. I think you. I think you did Get better. Some. I think you did better. You, I'm the best, and you're the worst. You did. You best did. bet coming up next. You can't. Best bet to wrap up the show. Got a good amount of college hoops to bet on tonight. NBA, NHL, really all over the place. But Sam, what's your best bet? Uh, I'm gonna go to NBA. Switch it up a little bit. I'm not gonna take an over under like Andy. I'm gonna take. Uh, give me the Sacramento Kings tonight. Plus 118, playing the Phoenix Suns. I don't think they're gonna they're gonna have that chemistry yet. I think KD's still got to get still got to get acclimated over there in Phoenix. I think KD loses his and the his Kings got a, debut. I think the Kings got a good young squad, so I'm gonna go Kings money line. Nice, I like it. NBA. We've got a fun matchup tonight in the East: Celtics and the Bucks. I feel like if you hadn't tuned into an NBA game this year, like me, maybe you should uh, watch this one. This one might be a good first one of the season. Uh, first and second in the East. Uh, Celtics, um, they are nine-point underdogs of this game, kind of. Someone's got to be sitting. It's kind of crazy. Someone has to be. Uh, Jason Tatum is day-to-day. Okay, that's probably it. Marcus Smart is out. That's definitely it. But also Giannis is day-to-day, so I don't know. Maybe this isn't the one to watch. <laughs> Maybe it isn't the one to watch. <laughs> day-to-day usually means yeah, they're probably playing. Uh, Over-unders, 225.5. That seems very generous. Uh, also, did you see my Hawks Hornets game last night? I actually no, I missed it. <laughs> what happened? So the over was two forty from two of the worst, like the Hornets being one of the worst teams, and there was the over under was two forty, and I was like, right, that's oh a no, lot. I saw the ending. I saw Mark Williams swat and dunk on the other end to ice the game. The final score was one hundred and forty four to one hundred and thirty eight. Wow! Talk about hitting an over wow. of two forty. That wow. hit the over of two forty by a mile. So many Goodness. points. So many points. What's thought? wrong with the Hawks? Who would have thought? Hey, the Hawks have a 500 record. 
My best bet tonight, well, we only got one top 25 matchup in college hoops tonight, and it's the one that I love most. Uh, let me paint you a picture, right? You got a team that is 500 on the year on the road in Creighton going into one of the sneaky, toughest places to play in college basketball at the Dunk. The Dunkin' Donuts Arena. They call it the Dunk in Providence. The Dunk. Sometimes the roof leaks, but every time it's loud. It is a hostile place to play. Mentioned it earlier, Creighton, their biggest weakness is their depth, their bench, you know, specifically getting Ryan Kalkbrenner in foul trouble. Providence draws more fouls than any team in the Big East. They're 13-0 at home. Creighton, 3-4 and four on the road. Pardon me, I said 500. They're actually below 500 on the road. And uh, I just really think that, that Bryce Hopkins is going to be able to get Creighton into foul trouble. I think that they're going to be able to get Kalkbrenner into foul trouble. And I think the Providence, as a road underdog tonight, is going to go get that win. So my best bet, Providence money line. Love me some Ed Cooley. Love me the Friars. And that'll do it. That'll do it for today's show. For Sam Beard. For Andy Brock, I'm Charlie Collier. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Hope that you guys have just a beautiful talk sports. They are up next. Stay locked in to Fan Run Radio.